Welcome to the Wake Before the Day podcast with my parents, Clark and Bobby. We'll talk about the Bible and the Holy Spirit adventures. Thanks for listening. Hey, Merry Christmas, friends and family, and welcome to your favorite studio, uh, Clark and Bobby, here to talk about <laughs> the Gospel of Luke. Yeah, before we talk about Luke, though, guess what, you guys? I mentioned this game earlier. Oh, you brought it with you. And you I snuck actually it in brought it. I me. stuck it. Clark doesn't even know that I have this. Didn't see it. I think there's other other table cards. I've heard many people at church that are older and wiser than us and that have done this for years with their family just recommend it. So I'm going to pull a card out right now. And this it's is going to be... sticking up. This is planted. I, okay, I, I'll mix it up. You did. That was one I wanted to ask. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what? I was just going to throw you a softball. Oh, Thank goodness. That's funny. Who knows what this will be now? <laughs> Describe an outdoor festival you would like to see hosted in your city. The so Super that Bowl one, with the Cowboys in it. <laughs> Boom goes dynamite. Oh That's an outdoor festival, technically. It is. I actually feel like Paramount does a great job of that because they, really they have hosted things now at the park like multiple week weeks during summer. Yeah. Different like outdoor things you can just go and Bands, sit and listen yeah. and activities and then even food trucks. Like, I guess in the winter too, they're gonna have the. They already had the Santa train. Yeah. That's an outdoor thing, and then there's like the the snow. Santa train, which gives the biggest apples God ever made. I love Those it. are huge. Big candy canes too. Those are also when huge. One size Those are Paramount. We go big. We go home. Anyway, so I I'm grateful. And because there's the sand, the sledding hill. What would you pick? Well, I, I think that the really outdoor music I think is like so fun. Favorite band that you'd want to hear? Well, probably some kind of old oldies, maybe like ACDC. Journey cover band. Journey, yeah, you are a Journey girl. <laughs> you are a Journey. Anyway, that's fun. Should we do one more? Really, Bobby that was really and my quick. dad have the same taste in music. Remember the first time you guys like met and we were I talking? Do. Like, I know. You like Hollow Notes? You like Journey? You like whatever? Oh. I was like, oh my goodness. Like you two are just hitting it right off. That's true. We did. Yeah. I, I think he's a bigger Aerosmith fan than I We did listen am. to Aerosmith when I was a kid, washing the car. <laughs> okay. Anyway, I know. I was grateful for that. Time I to do the work of the Lord. Yeah, let's do it. Okay. Today right is away. Luke chapter 11. We're kicking it off with prayer. What? Okay. Jesus teaching on prayer. Okay. Prayer should be something that's part of every Christian's life, part of our daily rhythms. And sometimes you might be running out of like things to pray, or maybe you've prayed the same prayer on repeat. One of the things we've talked about mm-hmm. with you before, and we'll do it again, is it might be helpful to pray the Lord's Prayer and to pray the structure of the Lord's Prayer. That's true. Yeah. And so just that's what stood out to me mm-hmm. as we, you and I were talking about prayer. Yeah. You know, like pre-dialogue before the pot. Father. Yeah. Father, hallowed be your name, which is like praising God. Your kingdom come. So it's like your will be done in mm-hmm. my life, not my own. Give us our daily bread. Give us our needs, not necessarily our wants. Big mm-hmm. difference there. Mm-hmm. Forgive us our sins so we can also forgive those who sin against us. Mm-hmm. We want that redemption, that freedom. And then also lead us not into temptation. Mm-hmm. Help us fight evil. Yeah. So those are like four steps you can pray. You have the ACTS acronym, adoration, confession, thanksgiving, supplication. Yeah. There's a lot of different ways. But um, I I appreciate Jesus giving us that. And then from there, he kind of transitions into like an encouragement to be persistent Mm -hmm. in your prayer life and to trust in the goodness of God. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I, same thing. I think the, so it's a good model for prayer, but also like just the actual words. So like whether you're actually doing like the recommendations, like supplicate, whatever it is, the acts prayer, or just literally just praying. Like we teach our kids this prayer. And it's funny though, because we'll say it, you know, sometimes before dinner and it's like our kingdom come. 
our will. And our, it's like, wait a second. Wait, wait, what, what? Add a Y to that <laughs> word. Your kingdom. I know. Or like if you learn the King James version, then, you know, thy, you get that. But anyway, so just even to actually memorize it when yeah. it is like, okay. And then, like you said, then verses five through eight, it transitions to kind of, um, other important things. There's a story about the friend with the bread and just the persistence and the boldness of that friend. And that mm. story is obviously like makes sense in our context, but at the time, like that's a, yeah. like it was a big deal to have people over and run out of bread. Like that's oh, a yeah. no, no ultimate act of shame. Yes. And so, so, you know, just makes sense there too. And then really verse nine through 13, just like remembering that assurance that like God, the end of verse 10, the door will be opened for everyone who asks receives he who seeks finds and to him who knocks the door will be opened. And I think that's one thing that really stuck out to me in reading this chapter is just like remembering that like we have assurance that God hears our prayers, that God answers prayers. Mm -hmm. Cause sometimes, you know, we get in like Clark said, maybe you're praying like for a long time and yeah. it's just kind of still like, uh, um, a pause or it's still, you know, it's the continuing coming back to the prayer and coming back to the prayer and coming back to the prayer. And so holding on to that because we forget it, that's like ultimately like a huge thing. My forgetter, you know, like where I know you guys forget her. Yeah. <laughs> Why? Well, I know that you guys, that happens to you too. Cause I talked to you on Sundays and stuff about, you know, like an issue that's just really big at hand and you're praying and you're praying. And then, and then we remember, you know, the hugeness of God and the truth mm -hmm. that we have assurance that he answers prayers. Yeah. And but so we, we were just that. having an honest conversation the other night though, yeah. with like how difficult this can be. It really can. And like yeah. holding on to the promises of God and even the goodness of God when our prayers aren't answered the way that we hoped they would be answered. Or in the timing that we or hoped. In the timing. Yeah. That's right. And so it's like, what do you do there? Yeah. And you know, we're just talking about clinging to the scripture, continuing to focus on the Lord. And trust in the goodness of God, even when it doesn't make sense. Yeah. When you keep praying, like that's what this yeah. parable is telling you. Keep like knocking. it's giving you the example, like keep be knocking. persistent. And so that's, you know, that's one of those things where like we hold like our experience and our feeling and truth and, and we, we need to examine like, what are the feelings telling us? Let's examine and not just sit there and dwell. And so, um, yeah, I think so. This is a great encouragement and reminder about a topic. I think that sometimes can be like a yeah, little bit of a mystery. So for sure, as you keep marching throughout the chapter, you get to another kind of mysterious topic. Jesus and Beelzebub. Beelzebub. And essentially Jesus is casting out demons and then somebody kind of labels Jesus as not, you know, a good guy. Like, are, so if, because, because, yeah. because these demons are listening to you, you know, quote unquote, are you the prince of demons? Yeah. Are you? And Jesus is basically like a kingdom divided against itself is not going to stand. It's like. Yeah. You watching a Lakers game and the Lakers shooting baskets on the other team's hoop for them. You're like, that is not, not a even thing. Any like sense. you're going to lose. It doesn't make sense. Yes. If you're in your right state of mind, it's not a thing. So mm -hmm. Jesus was basically then going through and teaching them the repent and replace principle is what I call it. Teach us. You'll repent yeah. and replace principle. And basically what he's talking about, um, like in verse 24, okay, he says, when an impure spirit comes out of a person, it goes through arid places seeking rest and does not find it. Mm -hmm. Then it says, I will return to the house that I left. And mm -hmm. when it arrives, if it finds the house is swept clean and put in order, then it goes and takes seven other spirits more wicked than itself. And they go in and live there. And the final condition of that person is worse than the first. Sure. So in this imagery, the house is a picture, a metaphor for your heart. And when we repent of 
let's say, um, you know, it's Christmas time, uh, greed. And we really are greedy and jealous and envious. Just want to buy tons of stuff. And you and I come to a place where we truly repent of the Lord and say, God, forgive me for this. I don't want this, this in my heart anymore. Right. I want to be generous or content. Mm -hmm. And, but, but we, we pray that out. We, you know, we pray, God, would you take these from me? And if there are spirits, we, I pray Jesus in your name, we bind up the spirits of greed and jealousy and envy. Hmm. And we cast them out and we ask them to go to you, Jesus, for you to deal with them as you will. Mm-hmm. And I ask you, Lord, to replace in my heart. Yeah. Give me love yep. and joy and contentment and yep. a generous spirit. And so there's the repent, kick that out. And then there's the replace. Yeah. And give me more of the, the fruit of Christ, mm-hmm. Christ likeness. God, you're, you're himself yep. in us. And um, so it's not enough just to say no to sin and evil. Mm-hmm. You have to say yes to the higher ways of God mm-hmm. and replace. That's a good reminder, especially right now. Yeah. And God's given you authority to do that in your yeah. life. Right. And it's, um, there have been times like pastorally, we've come alongside people sure. with just really minor forms of deliverance and some kind of extreme forms of deliverance. But at the end of the day, it comes down to the person who wants to be delivered. Mm-hmm. Do you want to be delivered? Do you want real change sure. in your life? Because if you do, then like you're the one guiding this mm-hmm. this prayer journey. session, this yeah. this journey, and, and we're here to come alongside you and fight for you and pray to the Lord and intercede. But the person that wants the deliverance has to lead the charge and say, "I want this out of my life." Yeah. Even praying a prayer, say, "God, help me to want these mm-hmm. things out of my life," because sometimes we truly yep. love our sin, and mm-hmm. we become familiar with it, infatuated with it, yep. comfortable in it. And it's like, God, I know like in my head, this isn't right. Mm -hmm. Even though it's bringing me pleasure right now, I know Mm -hmm. it's not good. It's going to bring pain. Help me to want to change. Yeah. And trust that in God's goodness again, keep knocking. Say, God, would you help me here? Yeah. Repent and replace. Because we've seen that, you know, with the miracle that Mm -hmm. can come with a freedom, that direction. And a lot of times too, it's not a one-time miracle. Like we've seen where it's just like like, a coming again. It's like chemotherapy and radiation. Just yeah, like right. boom, 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 mm-hmm. hitting it. So verse 28, blessed are yep, those right. rather who are hearing the word of God and obey it. Mm-hmm. That's what we want to be. Right. So let's keep going. Amen. What? Uh, okay. Amen. Preach it, brother. Preach, sister. <laughs> I am. Uh, the, signs of, the sign of Jonah is kind of that next section. Yes. Um, in, in it, he has some interesting language talking about Jonah and the sign of Jonah and the queen of the south, mm-hmm. talking about Nineveh and these different people in different places. Essentially what he's saying here is... The queen of the south is a queen who came up, and I think it was First Kings chapter 10, to meet Solomon and all of his wisdom and splendor, mm. because she wanted to see if the ways and things of God are really true. Mm. Like, the fame of Israel had spread everywhere, and they wanted to see, like, is there truly a God who relates mm. to his people and, and endows them with this kind of life? Mm-hmm. They came up and then the Ninevites, even with Jonah, repented. And so what God is telling right. us here is that, like, you need to repent, and have an open heart. He's talking to the Pharisees mm. and Sadducees. If you have an open heart, you're going to be able to experience freedom and life mm-hmm. in Christ. But if you're not, oh, it's not going to be good. Yeah. But even these people in the depth of their wickedness had an open heart. The Holy Spirit used them to come to Christ. Yeah. And ended up being a gift and a good thing. Mm. And so he's condemning their signs because people are saying, we want you to give us a sign. Mm-hmm. And really they're just wanting to be entertained. I think yeah, because Jesus sure. had given them tons of signs. Mm-hmm. There'd been demons cast out. Food had been multiplied. Um, you know, people have been healed. Sermons have been preached right. and that wasn't enough. Mm-hmm. And so now you and I have the scriptures. We have the word of God here. 
Yeah. Which gives us great clarity and he and this should be enough for us to follow him. That's good stuff. That yep. is good clarity. Okay, let's keep marching on. Okay. The lamp so we're talking the about the lamp. Yeah. Did you you had a, a helpful line there that this kind of section is talking about. You said it's talking about the, the work wor- oh, yeah. and the words. Was yeah. that your line? Yeah. Yeah. What do you mean? And it's talking about you having the lamp, which is Christ is referred to as the light of the mm-hmm. world. And then he calls us to be the light of the world because he's the light of the world. And the word and work of God is not meant to be hidden. It's meant to be displayed okay. for all people to see. And so if you're a Christian, mm-hmm. the word and work of God in our life in and through us should be on full display. Hmm. So if people don't know I'm a Christian, at least in the places where I um, visit often and kind of live my life, Mm -hmm. I think that's problematic because the word Mm -hmm. and work of God should be done where we other, we're like, Hey, God bless you. Jesus Jesus loves you. Merry Christmas, celebrating Jesus birth, like whatever it is, but then trying to find organic ways to have conversations with people, Hmm. meeting their needs and loving and encouraging them. But the word and the work of God is meant to be on full display and to be a light in the world. Mm-hmm. And you, you see it when, when Christians enter into places where they're not following Jesus sure. and they're true to Christ. It's like, it makes a difference. People are baffled. Like, who is this? And mm-hmm. what are you doing? And why are you like this? And they feel yeah. loved, you know, yeah, they feel cared for. Mm-hmm. That's what, so verse 33 says this, no one lights a lamp and puts it in a place where it is to be hidden or under a bowl. Instead, he puts it on a stand so that those who come in may see the light. And I, one of the things when the kids like, will you know, go off to co-op or they leave the house, you probably heard me say this is I'll say shine for Jesus. And it's mm-hmm. one of those weird, like mom phrases that kind of was like born. I don't even know out of like an, a prayer kind of that I send them with when they go on their day, because it's literally, it's one of those like you being you, how God made you to be, you are going to shine for Jesus. Mm-hmm. So be you and you go in love because you are loved and then go and live in that love. And so that kind of made me think about that. Yeah. I think sometimes that can look lots of different ways. Like you're talking about it, like whether it's like this really obvious act or kind of overt thing, or maybe it's a quiet thing. Um, but I think, I think, you know, if we were to ask you like, Oh man, you know, there was that moment. I, th- I think I, the Holy spirit was inviting me to speak a kind word or, you know, I think we, you know, that in your heart mm-hmm. when you yeah. kind of maybe have missed or there's an opportunity there yeah. and the shots taken or the shots not. Taken. Yeah. Or, yeah. or maybe it's like unto you, someone has done that unto you and like the gift that is when someone like sees and calls out good in your life. And so like, let's, let's make it an obvious display. Let's not hide it. So yeah. That's good. What about these woes? <laughs> Did you have anything that stuck out for you a there? A lot of them, verses 37 through 54. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Jesus is saying woe. That word woe is, it came up a couple podcasts back, but it's a, a word that has mm-hmm. hints of compassion and regret, where it's like you're mm-hmm. missing out. And what's happening mm-hmm. here is the Pharisees are focused on the external things and mm-hmm. they don't give a rip about the internal things. Mm-hmm. So per usual, they're putting on a show, they're reclining at certain people's table, but their hearts are full of greed and wickedness. And Jesus is like, this is not the yeah. way of the Lord, right. basically. And so I go look at verse you know, 47, mm-hmm. woe to you because you build tombs for the prophets mm-hmm. and it was your ancestors, your family that killed them. 
And so you testify and approve what your ancestors did. They killed the prophets and you build their tombs. And he's yeah. just basically saying like the blood of the prophets is on your hands because you have not figured it out yet. Hmm. You care, you care about rule following and this presentation, this holy right. image. Mm-hmm. And you don't give a crap about God mm-hmm. truly following him as the scriptures had laid out biblical mm-hmm. justice. And so he's calling it out saying you're putting on a show mm-hmm. and Cause this was actually like, so yeah. this is a setting. Jesus is invited to dinner with the Pharisee. And so you yeah. just have to wonder about that even because, so it begins with that in verse 37, when Jesus had finished speaking, a Pharisee invited him to eat with him and he went in and reclined at the table and then he doesn't wash his hands. And so that's like the initial, like, and you, know you, just, what he was doing. you exactly, you just wonder like how this is being woven together for them to accuse like, Hey, you're doing something wrong. You yeah. didn't watch it. And for him to be like, Hey, now the door's open and I'm going to go ahead and lay this out in compassion and love with how you guys are missing it actually. And the outside looks really shiny and nice, but really it's the inside that matters. Yeah. Anyway. I I think with that though, too, the, the, we have a lot to learn from the Pharisees and religious leaders on their gauge for growth because their gauge for growth is, am I following these rules? Check. Sure. How many steps have I taken on Sabbath? Check. Mm. Have I washed my hands before this meal? Check. What kind of food is this? Like, who am I with looking Mm -hmm. around the table? Mm -hmm. And for us, it goes back to kind of like what we did with this church this fall with mm. um, like joyful generosity and wholehearted hospitality. Sure. And then the fruit of the spirit themselves, which is motivated by love. Yeah. But as you're looking and you're going, am I growing in kindness? Mm. You know, am I growing in patience? Am I growing in these things? And ultimately, like, is Christ at work in my life? And I'm being yeah. conformed and transformed to the image of Jesus. Mm. That's our, that's our metric. That's our standard for growth and development. It's not even how, how many, how often do you read your Bible or like how often are you at church? Although you, we should be at church every Sunday and we should be reading our Bible daily, but you can still do those things and not be transformed and not be conformed. And so as you watch the fruit cultivate on a tree, it takes time to grow and then become something beautiful and good. It takes time, yeah. but we have to be revisiting it. Mm. And we can't have the same standard and metric, you know, evaluation for growth and holiness like these guys did, because Jesus said that is not working. Yeah. You're, you're doing all the right things externally, but internally your hearts are far from me. Right. So. Well, cause even fruit, like fruit starts, like that's like, it's on the inside. It's this tiny seed and then yeah. it's a sm- it slowly grows into something, whether it's a tree or whatever. It's like this yeah. internal. And I would say too. That's something, some things we can't, we can't do by ourselves. Sometimes you need trusted people, whether it's a spouse or a roommate or someone in your D group or an elder at your church. Maybe you ask them like, have you, where do you see me in this, my spiritual journey? Yeah. Like, am I a different person from where I was a year ago? Mm-hmm. And then pray that your heart would be teachable and soft and say, be honest with me. Where am I at? Yeah. Yeah. That's a good word. Yeah. That's it. That's it, you guys. Okay. So I hope your Advent's going well. Uh, Join us for the remaining prayer services and Sunday services. We'll talk to you guys on Wednesday. God bless you. Bye-bye. The Lord bless you and keep you. Don't make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his face towards you and give him his peace. Have a great day.